Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome back to the Joshua Shaw Audio Experience. Firstly, thank you for giving me a bit of your attention. I'm honored you trusted me with it, and I promise to return the favor by giving you a ton of edutainment value back. In my newest podcast episode, I'll predict the next big move at Ghost, one that builds off of their multi-sensory branding approach that should serve as a major inspiration for any functional CPG brand. But before we get started, I would love if you took 53 seconds out of your day to leave a rating review on whichever podcasting platform you're currently listening to. This helps me out immensely in terms of extending the reach of my podcast, but more importantly, allows me to make improvements based on your feedback. Thank you again. Now enjoy my newest podcast episode. A multi-sensory brain experience creates a stronger emotional connection. That's why I think Ghost's next big move should be building a curated lifestyle shop on the ground floor of its Chicago headquarters. Now, don't get that introductory statement twisted. Yes, that latter part sounds like a fun little piece of prediction content about Ghost by itself, but it's the first part that provides greater impact and relevancy to a broader range of my audience. So yes, I'll utilize Ghost as the example throughout it, and you'll learn why I mentioned physical retail here very soon, but this pseudo case study is only to kind of help you better understand the growing strategic need for multi-sensory brand touchpoints against the increasingly competitive functional CPG categorical backdrop. Firstly, let's dive into the historical inspiration behind all of this, and I should probably also give you some context before sharing this never-before-seen clip. In the fall of 2019, I visited the Ghost headquarters in Chicago. The day prior to the clip that you're about to watch, I had just tasted some benchtop samples of what would eventually become Ghost Energy. And even though the flavor system and kind of carbonation levels weren't dialed in yet, I told the Ghost co-founders that they had a billion dollar product on their hands. And though the brand was already like quote unquote successful, this changed everything. Since I could vividly see where this was all going, I brought up a seemingly random conversation topic. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I want to make a ghost retail shop. Yeah. I think, full I think that would be pop-up or full, no, on, like full, like full on, on extension like, of the brand. I like it. Yeah. I think it'd be super bad. Fully immersive, like super bad. Super not just bad. I mean, it'd be super bad. Super duper bad. It'd, it'd be really cool. I'd like to see a brand in our space do it. it needs somebody needs to do it. It's a matter of just matching up everything economic wise. That makes sense. But like, I think creatively, you guys can do it. It's a matter of like, do you? have the brand to stand on enough economically to like make it make sense long term. Like, cause I mean, 
there's a bunch of opportunities to make it super cool. A lot of at least direct to consumer brands across a bunch of different categories have been doing some really cool stuff with like extension of like having the actual like the touch and feel of your brand. Like you guys have never outside of like packaging and the way that that kind of presents itself. There's not much that digital focused brands can do to create that kind of holistic experience and you guys having a physical location where somebody can go and be a destination point especially here in Chicago like that's a city a lot of people visit it could be one of those places where somebody you know comes and visits and they get such an experience about your brand and then they come out leaving that store and going like I'm an advocate I'm a fan like I'm a part of this like whatever they're doing here and it's nobody's ever been able to do that yet or at least even tried I think it's it's a lot of people don't have a well-defined brand I think is also the issue is like a lot of them they just are not able to really like be able to put that um, com- like kind of concept together in a physical sense. Like what would another brand look like? I think you guys have the closest idea of making that some- something that can be a reality. It's just a matter of um, making all the other X and O's make sense, but it'd be really cool to do it. I mean, yeah. I think like a store like a Kith or something, yeah. that type of a concept. Really and now he's built in a, a, a sub brand within that with Kith treats. Yeah. And like a lot of them are almost connected to the stores. So you've got like this experiential food kind of place that you can come and grab a bowl of cereal or some ice cream with cereal on it, whatever. And then you go in and you can shop, you know, whether it's exclusive apparel and merch that he doesn't sell on the website to all, you know, the latest kicks and stuff from Nike and whatnot. So, and plus it's super shareable, like it's cool. I think we can do it. I think it would be, you know, maybe we start with the pop-ups you know, to kind of develop the concept. It's on Spotify or just like the music you guys play in your YouTube video, like all of that comes together in a physical sense. Like what does somebody hear when they come in the store? What do they smell? What, how's the store laid out? How's all that going on? I think you guys have done a really good job at at least starting to create the framework of that. So like, can you take that and implement it into a physical sense? I think it would be really cool to do that. I think it's just a matter of actually doing it it'd be a lot of work i think the pop-up would be a really cool thing like can you knock it out of the park for like three days on a long weekend like over a holiday or something get a bunch of people in here through chicago and then cool what do we do good what do we do bad and then iterate off of that yeah so why did i bring up the idea of building a physical retail experience to a sub 100 million dollar sports nutrition brand that was also just like three years old while ghost had arguably one of the tightest brand strategies in the sports nutrition space, it also had one of the strictest sales channel strategies. This allowed them to cut kind of down like the telephone game in terms of like brand storytelling, like controlling the shopping experience and really just keeping customer intimacy high. But the predicted mega success of Ghost Energy meant two things. A broader mainstream consumer would be introduced to the brand And it opened Ghost up to the age-old problem within the CPG industry, which is that scaling your brand usually involves onboarding more intermediaries. The fact is that creating long-term close bonds between customers and CPG brands isn't easy given the nature of the industry. The examples are plentiful within the CPG industry, but the bigger a brand gets, typically the further it wrongfully distances itself from its most passionate customer cohorts. That's becoming a greater issue in today's market where a higher percentage of customers expect CPG brands to add value to their lives beyond simply providing a great product. Yes, some just want to buy a great product that's available at the time of need for a fair price. 
but Ghost built its business by having intimate relationships with customers. So how do you keep that going when your energy drink will soon be in 100,000 plus retail locations that are being serviced by intermediaries or intermediaries of intermediaries? You need to take that already tight brand strategy and supercharge every brand touchpoint by viewing them through a multi-sensory lens. That's because reaching consumers through all of their senses in ways that are relevant, authentic, and compelling is a powerful tool for unlocking deeper connections. I'll explain more around how that kind of plays into my ghost's next big move prediction at the end, but we must first detach multi-sensory branding from needing it to be a physical retail experience. Because let's be honest, almost all functional CPG brands should not create a branded physical retail experience. Heck, very few should even attempt pop-up shops. But that doesn't mean multi-sensory branding isn't a powerful strategic consideration for all functional CPG brands. Therefore, let's again use Ghost as an example because despite them now having half a billion in total retail sales, they don't currently have a branded physical retail experience, yet they've already integrated multi-sensory branding elements. We can initially start at the easiest sense for functional CPG brands that offer primarily powdered supplements and beverage formats, taste. Ghost is a very taste-forward functional CPG brand. And whether it's their selection of licensed flavors or just traditional flavors that they've created, crafted in kind of like a creative way, and I'm thinking something along the lines of like their cereal milk protein, it all reinforces the brand strategy. Similarly, knowing that much of the flavor of products comes from their smell, ghost products have a strong smell upon opening them, but they have also kind of gone a step further by crafting scented candles that mimic their products. In terms of touch, ghost has focused on creating tactile elements that invoke a premium, playful vibe that again reinforces the brand strategy. And now for sight, Ghost obviously also has extremely attractive labels, but the overall feel of every visual touchpoint from video to photography to graphic design are in alignment. And if like logos and products were removed and the visual asset was viewed in a vacuum, you would still likely say it's from Ghost. Maybe the most difficult sense to master for CPG brands is sound, but Ghost has been a master at that from the very beginning. Being very picky in terms of the music that they used in their Behind the Brand YouTube series, curating public Spotify playlists, and now partnering with certain music festivals. So what lessons can you take from those Ghost multi-sensory branding strategies? Whether it's the way you present your brand at a live sampling event, how that photo you posted looks on social media, or the flavor choice of that new pre-workout being developed, it should reinforce the brand strategy because a multi-sensory experience creates a stronger emotional connection with customers. Okay, it's probably time that we circle back and talk about why I think Ghost's next big move should be building a curated lifestyle shop on the ground floor of its Chicago headquarters. Brands have far more control over customer experience within an owned retail location. With endless opportunities to engage customers, brands can excite all senses, and this deeper sensory engagement would stir up emotional responses that can create a tremendous long-term competitive edge for Ghost. So how would I design the Chicago Ghost store? I would look towards Kit, 
which has been a major source of inspiration since the start for Ghost. Since Ghost wants to transcend sports nutrition and be relevant across different cultural intersections, it would be part multi-brand curation that all feeds into strengthening the Ghost brand strategy. Additionally, it would be traditional merchandising inside the Ghost shop so consumers could experience all of their branded offerings. With Ghost making collaboration with the most influential brands and people on the planet a core strategy, customers always have another reason to visit or follow along, as this constant activity is vital in a saturated attention landscape. Finally, they would have a test kitchen element called Ghost Treats that would partly serve as a food and beverage idea incubator. But I just want to end on some quick final thoughts. Ghost is more than a great product. It's a great business that understands how to drive commerce via multi-sensory branding strategy. Today's functional CPG brands would be rewarded if they acted on the information shared in this content because just putting quality ingredients into a packaging vessel and getting it on the retailer shelf is no longer enough to succeed at the highest levels within the industry. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast episode. If you have any comments or questions about anything I discussed during it, open the podcast episode notes and click on any of my social media account links to reach out to me directly. 